0: Okay, another day, right? Uh, when you believe. but the first question is, what do you believe? Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> My name is Beviri. What do you believe? Who do you believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you believe and who do you believe? Uh, people say they believe God, but that's not true. The level of doubt they generate in their hearts and their actions show that, oh, they're far away from God. As far as the, as... <laughs> Is from the sun. They are so, so far away from God. What do you believe? I mean, every morning when I wake up, I believe I'm going to have an amazing day. I believe I'm going to make money. You know, if you, uh, yesterday, right? Yesterday morning, um, when I got to work and I heard that there was going to be fuel scarcity, I had to make a plan. And I mean, between um, seven and eight o'clock, I'd spend about 13,000 Naira. And I said, damn, girl, you've got to make money. Last, last, you must make money because that's what life is about. If you're alive, you will spend money. When you die, money will still be spent. I mean, the guys in the mortuary, someone is paying. On this earth, the currency is money in the spiritual realm. Faith, prayer, but here money answered all things. That's the currency. So you cannot be poor now. You cannot be poor. No, how? Why? Why? Why will you be poor? And I realized that it's because many people do not believe that they should be rich. They don't believe that they can be rich. So they're not taking any actions to ensure that they are rich. Hmm, hmm how did you ask, savage say it i get time before nobody say i still get time something like that because your life should get better each day so don't never never let it be that you're referencing your past as the best part of your life god forbid something is wrong you're not growing oh yes you're not growing ah what is wrong with this year what's wrong with rep- replicating or making it better this year each day gets better the path of the just shines brighter and brighter. It has already been spoken. You enter the place, align yourself and let your life also be better and better. Let your light shine brighter each day. You know, um, yesterday I mentioned somebody's name uh, when somebody called in to ask a question on, on this segment. And I got a call from the person later on. And know, what did you do? Uh, what did I do? I've been getting messages in my inbox. Um, what did I do? Well, I mentioned your name. Somebody asked the question. And and you know what I, I realize? And that's why we'll still have, and we're going to have, like Jesus said, the poor will always be among us because they have made a choice. And nothing is going to change that until they change their choice. Do you understand? If you go to a restaurant and you order rice and beans, the woman will not bring a bag, draw soup. and put it in front of you now. Who's going to pay for that meal? I like this. Who is going to pay for that meal? So the life that you claim that you want, uh, nah, nah, who is going to pay for that life? Who is going to pay the price? Jesus came, said he want to draw man back to God. He paid now with his life. Everyone you see who has become anything, they have paid a price. See me now. See me now. Five o'clock. Me like this. I'm talking. I'm, 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 I'm at work. I'm working. Is the price I chose to pay. If I don't want to pay this price again, I try to renegotiate with my my employers they say no i carry my bag and i go motila so in life you must be willing to pay the price some people wake up every morning they wash their cars inside outside it's clean when people enter they are happy the things smell fine oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh you know my colleague came in the other morning he comes in just about six and He said, Ah, that's some people, share. They can, ah, the smell. What are you a taxi driver? Oh, you yeah, are the one that hurries home in the morning. I beg you, bath well. Ah, ah, have the fear of God now. The anointing you carry is, is, is a pungent anointing, it can kill the smell. Imagine someone having to hold their breath in a taxi, even with the windows worn down. Ha, bah, uh, please. Now, I beg you, on behalf of the federal government, sorry. Donald Trump and the American people, I beg you. Oh, is it you want Boris Johnson to join? I beg you. With Angela Merkel, I beg you. With everything good, pure, and noble, bath well. How much do they sell bars of soap? Maybe 100 naira. And you use it for at least seven days, at least. Your armpits, wash it well. Shave the hair there. They don't use it to collect money in the bank. Shave the hair. There's nothing sexy about it. Shave it and let it be clean. Because the hair will trap sweat. Then some people, they sweat a lot. Bathe extra. Go and get 24 hour. Um, assurance eh? there's this there are these products that they sell body sprays and what you call deodorant buy maybe one five i'm not sure more than one five these days buy spray generously how can you early in the morning when we should be getting correct anointing you are just i i i it's not an excuse that you woke up early you don't wake earlier than i do now some days i'm up at three some days at four and i base well you want to rush brush well you open mouth someone wants to give you 59 to pay for taxi they want to die i beg you So the guy comes to work, he's already frazzled. The smell was too much. What do you believe? Who do you believe? Someone sent me a message yesterday. Okay, so I was talking about the other guy, right? That I read out um, his name. And he said to me, somebody called me He needed direction. I spoke to him for a while. Then I said, well, to take this further, you'd have to pay something. He said, and the guy ran, And I laughed. I said, but I, I keep telling them on radio. We must learn to pay for value. You see, this social free is what has kept us as a country where we are. Nobody wants to pay the price for anything free. You want your children to go to school free. No problem. Buy them socks. Mm mm. Buy them shoe. Mm mm. Buy them book. Mm mm help them even base and eat well before they leave for school Mm -mm. irresponsible adult life we don't want to be accountable nothing so you're struggling you've started talking to the person you know that they have the solution you seek oh yeah bring money you run oh god don't worry madam auntie don't worry the thing that you think is plaguing you it will keep plaguing you you've reached a place of help you've seen that this water if I drink it it will heal me oh yeah bring money let me give you the water you say no let me continue walking around in the dark and one person would ask for something I would say it here and hundreds of people will start barging a person please don't be unfortunate that's what your bad people will say it fight that's just the direct translation don't be unfortunate if you want something have the decency to ask for it and when you ask for it don't abuse it don't abuse it many of us abuse things you abuse things and you block the road for somebody who has a genuine need that needs to be met you're listening you've done it many times don't abuse it many of you you've made mistakes. With the decisions you made. Instead of you to own your mistake, you are blaming people up and down, carrying people's names up and down, and that wicked, eh, no heart. Eh, but the one that you did that led to that thing, you are quiet about it. Your punishment is coming from hellfire. It's not even from heaven. From hellfire. Devil will give you small heat to roast you. We need to learn what see, and I you know what I what pisses me off is when people gather themselves with people like themselves, then they start having those useless meetings where all they do is roast people and eat them like they're eating bully and fish your decision led to a series of action by another person so i tell people you can't control yourself and control me that's witchcraft or try to control yourself and i go back to joyce mayer's book the battlefield of the mind she saw everything wrong with her husband dave everything wrong she did not see the log in her eye in fact that was not just inside her eye was tied around her neck and God told her, Joy, no down, no down, no down. Focus on this work. that me and you are working inside your life. Leave Dave alone. Dave is my son. I know what to do with Dave. Mind your business. Improve your life. Improve your work. You know, agree. My yoga is bad. My madam is witch. This one is devil. Everybody but you. You log in your eye. Settle down. Remove it small by small. If you cannot remove it at once, I mean, to be very painful. Small, little by, be removing it. And someone sent a message to me and said... Um, he's been trying to deal with stuff, has a great plan, everything, everything. But when it comes to time to execute, um, nothing happens. And I said to the person, I said, your heart and your head are not in the same space. Your heart and your head are not. That's why I, I, I would say it again this morning. As a man, think it in his heart. The thoughts you have about life, about yourself, about situations inside your heart is what will determine the results you get. Not what you say, not that you sound smooth, you sound intelligent, you sound... until there's a connection between your head and your heart it will not sink in that's why um when i was in broadcasting school there's a word my teacher used to use internalize it will enter you enter you enter your deep inside the way i can read abc to z because i've internalized it so i can never miss it i can never say um jqr no i know the sequence one to 100 one to whatever figure i can read. Because it is inside of me now. It's not a head knowledge. It's in my heart. So many of us claim that we want to deal with issues in our heart, in our lives, just in our head. Maybe because somebody just said something, a light bulb will come on. Before you even walk two miles, switch it off again. Why? It's not in your heart. So, if some put, I mean, I've heard people say, I've been listening to you for five years. I just only started doing something. Why? Were they deaf? No. They would hear. They would tune in again to hear again and again and again and even invite other people, but they're not letting it get into their heart to sink in to give any kind of positive results. When Bible says, guard your heart, oh God, guard your heart, you don't understand. It's like protect your eye from from petrol that's how real it is protect your eyes from petrol protect your eyes from acid that's how it is guard your heart is that is that delicate is that sensitive i I have a colleague Chuma you can't go to chuma and be talking rubbish about a person and no um you don't know what did to me chuma will say stop i'm not even joking he'll say stop he'll say i don't want to hear you know why he has sense when you tell me something about a person that is negative whether you like it or not, it will enter my... once my ear? You see the ear and the eyes? There are windows into your heart. It will enter into my, you know, my inner space. And I'll start thinking, I, I I don't hear something like this before. Eh? Maybe this person did something. God have mercy. The life that God gave me is it to be that petty, to be that petty, jobless. I just sit down. I finish sorting out all the issues in my life, all the issues in my job, all the issues in my family, all the issues in my future. Then I start sitting down. Uh, let's eat George W. Bush. Let's eat him. Bring the hand. Roast it. Put pepper. Eh. Eh. Tony bring the finger, let me be eating that one first. Uh, give me just, give me, you say, eh, eh, eh. what should I have done? Should I? You sat there because you wanted to hear and because you have evil in your heart, you open space so that more evil will enter. You are corrupted. You've been compromised and when you see the person, you it, see, it's a matter of time. I've had a, an experience where somebody was fighting me. I said they were fighting for their lives and I was wondering, what's wrong with this one? And I realized this person was fighting what they've been hearing, what they've been hearing. I said, Uh, oh my show, they will soon break and when they break, ah, what you didn't person don't let your heart be the suck away pit that will be throwing shit and peace that's what many of you have become so you wonder why your life is not moving forward because you have no plan it's always about what they are doing what they are saying what about you <sighs> we back to the book. The leader had no title. Uh We're on page 72. Problems are only problems when we make them problems. Victims cry, why me? Leaders, on the other hand, shout, it's up to me. So when you wake up, you see what you don't like. You should tell yourself, "And eh, no, it's up to me to fix it. Once you don't take that ownership of the issues of your life, you keep postponing your greatness. And well, no problem. There's enough space in the top. So those on top will keep shining while you'll be there. Beefing, maybe, or struggling. It's up to me. And they hunt down superb opportunities to dedicate themselves to realizing exceptional results. This time, like all times, is a good time if we know what to do with it. I was talking about a broadcaster with the BBC and, you know, they were asking her and she said, if I, if I weren't covering the election, I would have learned something, learned a skill or learned, took a training online. Many of us every day will go to the office, free computer, free internet. We are brassing. We are brassing Facebook, brassing. We are brassing. You're, 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 you're reading, you're dedicating your life to content that somebody has put online. Where's your own original content? It's okay. It's okay. So, the five rules he said was going to share with him um, to practice the lesson turbulent times build great leaders, right? So, he said, Spark. S. S. Leading without a title has so much to do with being a light in a dark and turbulent world. And no, there's no light. Your life is light. Let's see light now. Everyone is so negative. During these times of um, high-velocity transition, everyone is so worried. Everyone is walking around in a state of real fear with no idea what the future will bring. What we need in business right now are more people who are truly bright lights, who show others a clear and hopeful way, who are real sparks in all that they do. Yeah, so we start with S, speak with candor. So leadership without the title has so much of it being pristine, truth-filled and inspirational communicator. In turpsy, turvy times, there's a natural tendency to hold back on candor, speak in vague generalities that mean nothing but preserve the status quo, and essentially talk in a way designed to protect your turf. But the problem with communication like this, it breeds mistrust. The people around you rather hear the truth as the way things really are than some plastic sloganeering that you do to avoid confronting reality. And so he says, how can you leverage the opportunities that massive change presents without speaking clearly about what is no longer working? Where all you need to go as a team and the direction you need to move in general as an organization, you can't. So you're seeing that this is not working for me this is not working for my business or my organization or my family. You need to talk about it clearly. You need to talk about it. Have those conversations. I've said it before. The conversations that you're dodging, the day will come. It'll be like a volcano. If you don't like anything your partner is doing, have the decency to tell them. I know someone will say, please don't be angry. I want to tell you something, but don't be angry. Promise me not be angry. You know, okay, I'll not be angry. Yeah, say what you want to say. Whatever method you need to use and you that they are talking to, be coming down to listen. They're not your enemy. They love you. They want better for you. So be Coming down to listen, you must have those conversations. We've seen people act in extreme ways, and everybody's wondering, ah, ah, what happened? This person, no, that person, mm, the person has been bottling up a lot of things. Don't bottle up things when something starts to spoil. Salvage it. Don't wait till don't rot in the smell. They start running from pillar to post in your family, in your life. You see a behavior you don't like. I have this friend, Doctor John, is in Lagos, and Doctor John says to me, you know, anytime I see my child doing something that I don't like, that I find disturbing. I start to speak. I start to pray like mad. Of course, I, I will have a chat with the child, correct when necessary. But I start to speak. I start to pray. I'm the I'm the prophet in the child's life. I'm the priest over my child. I will pray. I will speak. You know, at that age, were like four years old, I think the oldest one is like four years old. So imagine the kind of work the man has been putting in. You will not see the child at sixteen. Hey, this boy, yeah, from a good home. <laughs> Somebody put in the good word, good practice, good action. Parenting is not e-living. It's, e- it's practical. It's like molding um, a sculpture or whatever it is. Or like making um, bread. You have to put your hand in the dough. Press it sometimes. Arrange it sometimes. smoothen it sometimes. Throw it up sometimes. Active. It's not your pressing phone, they are pressing phone. No father in the house, no mother in the house. After you, you'll be looking for a counselor up and down. My child is this, my child is that. What, what effort, what have you done? How do you interact with the child? Are you a stranger? Do they trust people outside more than they trust you? It's okay, it's okay. So, so TY is saying, speak their truth. Where is it? Says, um, so communicating like that isn't showing any leadership whatsoever. That's if you avoid to have those conversations especially the ones that make you uncomfortable right um people in business right now want to surround themselves with people who tell it like it is who are candid who are forthright, who are spectacularly honest delivering the naked truth and nothing but naked truth promotes trust and respect for you your customers know that they'll get straight talk from you your teammates know that you won't play games and you know you're behaving with integrity and courage yes that kind of bold communication is rare these days, but amid all the uncertainty, people do want to know where they stand. And they do appreciate people who are willing to be courageous enough to speak their truth, even when it's difficult. A leader without a title always has the difficult conversations that weaker and less excellent people shy away from. They always communicate in a way that's strikingly direct and stunningly real. They're always the first one to speak their truth, even when their voices shake and their palms sweat. So yesterday somebody sent me a message. Um they're in love. Oh, love, oh love. Um, but this one is saying you should wait. So I asked the jam question, wait for how long? Is it eternal life the best wants to give you? And the person does not have money now, but they are they are they are what? So I asked the person, I said, There must be a timeline. If I'm working towards something, I should be able to say, and that's why you must have a plan. Even your money um to do list, you must have how much I mean, have that plan in your business. If you keep your books properly, we made two hundred thousand this month or this quarter. We want to up it to five hundred next quarter. How? That's where the work is. That how? Oh well, yeah. Now let's think. How can we do it? And you start to move things around. Look at your processes. Look at your team. Do you get it? So if you say, um, "I love you," I love you. Um, let's marry when? Auntie, uncle, open your mouth and ask them when. It's not eternal life. When? They don't have a when. My my brother, my sister i'm walking away start singing that song with loudspeaker run for your life the person must have a plan that's why when many young people call me i say you don't even want to marry in the next three years stop deceiving yourself go and pay those people that are customer service and move on stop deceiving yourself if that's your problem go and sort it out stop deceiving people's children you tie them like lord of the ring or lady of the manor and you know you have no plan ah Shibi, be i went to university we knew people that i didn't love that time many of them are seen on my till now eh be deceiving yourself so the person must have a plan the lady too must have a plan be making your own money while the man is making his own money and thank god for situations like covid you can marry quietly you know the one i've been preaching since bride groom and two witnesses that law has not changed you want to pack all your village people showing them that you are married Uh afterwards what will happen will you build them duplexes for coming to people need to know what they're doing you don't even have money, you can't eat well. you want to gather crowd to show them what this poverty mindset is depot, and when you do that, you are owing money. In fact, you are owing into your future. See, wise men pay it forward. They slow down now, they manage themselves. they're very cautious about what they spend and how they spend, what they spend their money on and how they spend. why. So the future can be secure. I gather one million, I and buy land, or I do pay small small. hey, uh-huh, I know that's okay. Any 200 that comes, I know where I'll push it to. Any 50 that comes, I know where I'll push it to. So no, not no, this allergy, beggy begi, allergy, bringy, bringy, not on my turf. Get away from here. I do that. I do that. I do that. And then three, four years down the line, uh-uh, you said get land for this place. Land is not 6 million. no. But when I paid, I paid for maybe like 1.5. I was paying it forward. So I was not owing debt. I was paying into my future account. Some of you have eaten your own, eaten your children's own eating your grandchildren's own, and you're fighting for what your great-grandfather left behind. It's okay. Continue. Um, and he says, by the way, simply because the person you need to speak clearly to might not like what they're hearing or even really understand what you're saying is no excuse not for not expressing yourself truthfully. An important part of showing leadership is to be committed to speaking honestly than receiving the approval of others. I will not say so that they will not... And made them like me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Tommy is the leadership mentor. TY is the guy they went to now. And um, Blake is the guy who's getting his life together. Um, I'm a man of my word, Tommy. I learned the importance of commitment when I joined the armed forces. And I'm going to honor our pact. That's um, Blake now. I know you will, my friend. Please just make sure that you tell as many people as possible about the lead without a title philosophy. That way... They not only awaken to their inner leader, but they in turn will inspire others to do the same. So let's continue. I'll be fine. An organization that has a culture where everyone's afraid to speak candidly is a place where people live amid delusion and fantasy. And especially in tough times, it's essential not only to communicate impeccably, but also to actually over communicate with each of your stakeholders Over-communicate with your teammates, over-communicate with your suppliers, over-communicate with your customers. Listen intensely to how each of these constituencies is feeling. This prevents rumors from starting and gossip from spreading. It also keeps your relationships flawless. Problems don't fester. Yeah, problems should never be allowed to fester misunderstandings don't grow and people feel that you can act, you actually care about them and their concerns. So he says, um, also related to this is the importance of FaceTime. FaceTime, yes. Never send an email when you can meet a person in person. Yeah. When you can meet someone in person, never send an email. Leave your work area and go talk to your teammates when you need to discuss something or even just to reconnect. Break bread or at least spend quality time with your customers as much as you can. Don't hide behind technology when the personal touch is called for. And the final thing I'll say about communication and speaking with candor. Is that if it's something important to someone important to you, it should become important to you as well? This one, the marriage people, they suffer so this one past relationship people. If it's important to someone important to you, it should become important to you as well. This thing, this thing has scattered builds people's homes and their hearts. The man is saying to the woman, It is important to me. The man is saying, I don't care. The woman is saying to the man, it is important to me. The man is saying, I don't care. Please, when you are dating, find what is important to them So that if it's not important, you know you don't you don't want it to be just leave that person alone. Some people it's just as let's sit together and have a meal. That's that's important to them. The other partner will not agree. I want to watch TV. Bring the food, yeah. Let me watch TV. Then you put it on their lap and be eating and watching TV. Sometimes it's important that you pick up our daughter from school. I have a meeting. And um, but you are the boss, you can schedule. Mm, I have a meeting. If I I travel, when I'm out of town, don't, 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 not come back from school. (laughs) Quarry will start. If you know what's important to your partner, let it become important to you as well. Sort it out. Please don't bring it to my show. Sort it out. I like that idea, TY. If something is important to someone, important to me, it should become important to me as well. It's a great practice to follow. It has helped me so much in running this shop. Some of my customers have been coming here for over 20 years. They'll drive at least an hour Out of their way, just to give me business. Loyalty is like that. Loyalty is like that, okay? Um, So it's important that you share accurate information and abundance of hope and inspiring vision for better days um, in your organization. Um, Be a professional communicator. That's just part of what you get paid to do. A lot of people work in places they can't speak well. Um, They can't communicate. Go and learn how to speak. Learn how to communicate. Learn how not to waste words um say whatever you want to say so long as you say it with respect okay words can sting people remember something hurtful that was said to them 20 years after the event words have that much power that's why i tell you you must speak the words that you want over your life and over your children's life over your business you must speak the words keep saying the words that you want to come alive yeah all right uh Superb leaders also employ encouraging, supportive, and positive words that provoke others into dazzling action. Mm. The words you provoke you into dazzling action. Somebody's talking to you anyhow. You are squatting their house. Let it provoke you into dazzling action. Look for work. Save your money. Go rent your house. Let it provoke you into dazzling action. Your boss is doing you one kind. You don't like it. Enter your industry. Dig deep. Find out the the, the marbles there. Shine apply for courses, learn, grow, 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 dazzling action. Be looking at yourself getting better, all right? Your words can show people possibilities that they never knew existed. Your words can make people feel happy about themselves. Your words can activate people to break through their limiting behaviors and work brilliantly during the most stressful days. Mm. There's a lot of stuff about communication here. You want to read that up? Page, uh, I think from 73... To seventy-five about communication, we need to just dig into that. All right. um And he says, you 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 should know that your words are really nothing more than your thoughts made verbal. Uh huh. When you talk, we see what you believe. We see it. We don't hear it. We see what you believe. We see what you are thinking. Every time you open your mouth, we see what you're thinking. Ah. I know how now. I draw the manager. I know how now. Things hard. That's what you're thinking. Nobody can save you except you start to re-engineer your thoughts. I, I, I don't think I've used those words in over two decades. Things I had, i managing. Managing what? <laughs> They're words you should delete permanently from your vocabulary. Mommy, they say no money. Daddy, teacher, no money. Delete it completely. English eh, has millions of words. Find the most appropriate ones that you would use. If, I, if, you're, if you watch your kids sometimes play back your behavior or the things you say, you'll be shocked. They don't gossip, they don't complain. Leaders without a title are truly impeccable with the words they use. They don't gossip, they don't complain, they don't condemn, and they never swear. The only words they try to use each day are those that inspire, engage, and elevate. We can learn it, all right? We can learn it step by step. Not only to those around them, but to themselves. Yeah. The words coming out of your mouth also shape the words coming out of the mouth of everyone around you because you influence others by your example. Words are, are viral. So if you spend a lot of time grumbling and complaining about all the stress and change you're experiencing at work, you are actually heightening the stress. You're actually heightening the stress and change in your awareness. What you focus on grows and where your words go, your energy flows. Oro, oro. What you focus on grows and where your words go, your energy flows. So speaking about something amplifies it within your perception because you're giving your attention and your energy to it. That's why when I close from work, some people come to my inbox and say, hey, no, I say I've closed. Don't talk to me about politics or those things. Only in the workplace I have closed. The ones I'm thinking because of my next day show is different. Don't bring those kinds of things to my personal space, please. I want to breathe. I'm not the government. You pay them. Give them baby boy lifestyle, but I'm the one that you're hitting every morning with your problems. Their constituency offices, there. You know where their family houses. You will not go and ask questions. It's me. I beg you, have closed. I will not give my energy and attention to what you, somebody has been paid for. What I will do is, what I know would elevate your life, I would give my energy and attention to it and I will share it with you on radio for free. After I do do free one on radio, the rest you come and pay for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, and this is very important for those who work. It says... If you badmouth a colleague, you're actually hiding those negative points in your thinking. If you continually complain about what's broken in your career or within your personal life, you actually see more of the very things you most wish to avoid. Words have power. Tomorrow, we'll look at the P in Spark. Words have power. Words have power. So this morning, it's important to think About the words that you use. It's important to pay attention to the words that you use. The words that you use on yourself. The words that you use on your children. The words that you use about your work and your colleagues. It is important to check the words that come out of your mouth. Some of you this morning, your task is to write words that you should never use again. Never use them again. Check what you are speaking over your life. Once you correct your thoughts, correct your speech, then your actions will follow.